Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I'm Adon. That's Angel. And that's Kim. Huh? <laughs> On this uh, video, we have decided to get our DC-ness involved and follow up with the latest addition to, I guess, the Snyderverse and the Flash. Well, we can definitely say the DCEU. This is most likely the last one, if not the Blue Beetle coming out soon but this is yes this is in current connection of the Zack Snyder universe and we brought Kim in to get a not just a female perspective but a person who is not aware or familiar with the Flashpoint storyline so unbiased taste yeah and not very much of a <laughs> taste you want to get nuts let's get nuts why did you do Wolverine? Hey, do you remember the, the mashup they did? Wolverine and Bruce Wayne? Dark Claw. I did it without even thinking about it. Spoilers. Hello. How was your okay. theater experience, first of all? Theater experience? Well, we saw this Thursday prior to the national premiere. Mm -hmm. And I know you saw it Saturday. So when we saw it, we... We actually changed times. Yes, we're going to see the IMAX version at 10. Mm -hmm. And then we changed it to a 745 since I had to get up really early for work. Mm -hmm. Crowd, was it, it? It was a good amount of... Well, I noticed from the other times that the theater seemed pretty, pretty full. But for some reason, our time, it was like there was just the, the center right. point. Well, I guess... Like, everybody from... was congregating in the middle right people wanted to see the imax yeah I, I get it it was available so why not and there's several th theaters going on showing the movie understandable and again it worked for our time for the time frame that we picked it wasn't that packed they were responsive they reacted to great scenes i was very loud at certain moments i was you know the the, mm -hmm. the fanboy me got excited mm -hmm. and i didn't hold back i cannot say the same for kim because for the most part, she was asleep. <laughs> it's a long film, though. It's pretty long. Yes. What was your theater experience? It was like a mediocre pack. Uh, I went around 6.45, and it was, I would say, a third of the way full. And consider, like, I was anticipating that it would be full by day two of after the premiere. But no, it wasn't. At first, people were, like, a little bit noisy, but then they quieted down, which made it good. I had... I just got unfortunate like where there was a bunch of people that kept having to get up and go across the row from me oh, in and out. Oh, oh, yeah. and, and it was, and it was early on too. It was like first hour. They just kept going in and out, in and out. And I'm like, are, are you serious? I understand like by like close to the third hour, like bladders, but Jesus. See, that's to me, that's annoying. But we got, a, we got seats that was like right by, you know, like how we do is we get seats by the handicap section, which is, I know is not good, but also cool. We don't sit in the handicap, but there's, there's seats by those. The yeah. company handicap. Right. The company handicap. And we were sitting closer to the screen, even though in person, that distance was perfect. On the app to get the seats, it looks very close. Yeah. But- it was actually in a great spot. So we had no one walking in front of us, even though on the app it looked like someone was right there, but the, the, person, the person was like 30 feet away ahead. So that was fine. 
Okay, uh, and so again, the flash, the latest of the DCEU continuity line, and most likely the last, is rated right now as the time of this review on Rotten Tomatoes, 67% by the critics and 86% by the audience. It's directed by Andy, I'm going to probably say his last name wrong, but Muschietti, he directed It in Chapter 2. Mm. He's a hard He's the horror director, similar to the, the director of Aquaman, who was originally a horror director. Okay. And also Shazam. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he was a horror director, too. So I don't know what... I don't know what's up with Warner Brothers hiring horror directors. I mean, maybe horror. they were trying to get the same thing that Spider-Man did. Like, when everybody loves Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man, and that was Sam Raimi, who was a horror right. director beforehand. Yeah, he did great for Toby Spider-Man run, mm-hmm. but then on the third one it was a bad version. I understand what you're saying, but still, it seems like these directors were missing the mark. The screenplay is written by Christina Hudson, mm-hmm. and she wrote one of your favorite movies. Have a few. Bumblebee. Yes, yes, yes. I did like uh, I did like Bumblebee. Yeah, and Jody Harold. He is also co-screenwriter. Uh, you have Ezra Miller returning as the Flash. Barry mm-hmm. Allen, Michael Keaton returning again as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Did he have Sasha Kella or K- Kaya? I can't say her last name. Kaye? Kaye. That she plays Supergirl, Superwoman, however you want to look at it. Yeah. You have Ben Affleck reprising his role again as Bruce Wayne and Batman in the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. You have Michael Shannon coming back as Zod. Jeremy Irons again back as Alfred. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ron Livingston, he's from um, from Office Space. He is now the father the father of Barry Allen, right? Mm-hmm. And Kiersey Clemens, she plays Iris West. Now, there's also multiple actors uh, we're not going to mention yet. This is inspired by two DC-run series or miniseries, Flashpoint and Crisis on Infinite Earth. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it only took 10% of each, each storyline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like a, just, a, just a little like blanket or veil, if you will, of the storyline here. And I told Kim that to really understand the Flashpoint idea, she needs to see Flashpoint Paradox, the animated version of the comic book storyline. Yes. The animated did a really good job of summing up the, the graphic novel. I would say that's a good starting point if you really want to do a comparison. If you don't want to do that comparison, stay away from it because it's a stark difference and you'll be doing a hard comparison between the two. Another one that did a really good job was the CW's The Flash. They had their own version. True. I didn't watch that. They had it limited because of what characters they had in the show and what characters they could have done, but they did a great job. They had... uh, Burt Ward, to go real quick over that, Burt Ward makes a cameo. He was Robin in the... 1966 series. You have uh, Kevin Conroy. He plays Bruce Wayne Batman in another dimension, another universe. Yeah, that was uh, that was their Infinity Crisis you're talking about. That they right. Yeah, yeah, and they did, and then they did a Flashpoint. So, I mean, but anyway, both they did a very good job in what they had budget wise and the characters they had in there. So yeah, and they rather they had a longer, they had the opportunity to expand it over several episodes. True. Now, your initial thoughts. Honestly, 
I was leaning towards meh. The parts that I liked were really good, and the parts that I didn't like hurt me overall in the film. Uh, I feel the same way. <laughs> what about you, Kim? Yeah, for what you stayed awake for. I I, I couldn't decline in seeing it. That was my overall perspective. Of it. A solid no. So there is only there is only one scene that that really that I really enjoyed that I really liked, and that was pretty much it. Okay, so is that towards the end? No. Was that the beginning? Yeah. Was it the babies? The CGI babies? Nope. Oh, the 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 coffee shop. No, I hated that too. Um, oh, it's uh, is what she. Liked. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, the cameo of Gallic Adult as Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah. I I, I mean, unlike the Fury of the Gods on the previews, they gave you everything. I guess to get you in the seats. And True. they didn't do that here. I'm like, again, granted, I, I stayed away with the previews as much as I could, and I didn't know that she was going to make out an appearance. I didn't know that either. Um, I mean, they gave you a lot in the trailers, but that wasn't one of them, It was, right. which was funny. I mean, the only one from the Justice League, because, again, we did say spoilers, the only one from the Justice League, Snack Snyderverse, Cyborg, he does not make an appearance. True. He is mentioned... But he never mm -hmm. shows up because all the legal legal battles and all that what he was saying with his issues with uh, Joss Whedon, yeah, how he was treated, which I thought I understand what he was doing, but at the same token, he, he was a Broadway star, thinking he's Bob. ex Denzel yeah. Washington, like you know, it was like it was biting more often he was too, where you have like seasoned actors saying like, hey, we understand your your gripe, but if you want to work. You gotta take it down. And I guess he just like kind of like um He burned bridges. Oh yeah, he burned bridges just like what's her name from Mandalorian? Gina Grano, yeah. For me, I thought it was entertaining. Yes. But it mm. missed the mark on several things. This movie could have done better if it was shorter. This movie is two minutes, two two minutes, two hours and sixteen minutes long. Just like Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, that movie could have been shorter as well. They could have tightened things up. And then again, this this is what's hurting that as well in the duration. They, it, it was lagging on so many things. Um, I like the fact, real quick, because we're, go, we're going to our likes and our dislikes. I did want, like the fact that they gave an answer how or why Barry looks like the way he does. Meaning, he doesn't look like you're all American. He looks mixed. Oh, okay. So see here, he's um, a son of a a white American father, European, and a Latin mother. And the kid they got looks a lot like him. Especially the 18-year-old Barry in the comparison to the kid with the same hair style and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Right. And uh, one of my favorite moments there, just because I'm a fan of Ruben Blades, she was dancing in the kitchen with him. There's a music playing, yeah. and they were playing a song, a, a rendition by another artist, not by Ruben Blades, but Pedro Navaja. It's like an eight minute, 10 minute song. It builds up. It's really good. And then they start playing and I was telling Kim, I started singing with, saying the words and I just, that was a great, nice touch. I, I didn't expect that being, you know, that, that's like, that's like a deep cut for, I guess, for those who know. Yeah. I told mom about it too. She, she was surprised when I told her about that. I mean, I wrote, I wrote it 
down because since we saw a while, I had to remember like exactly because I know I don't want to. Sometimes we go off the cuff and we forget stuff and we remember later on, right? Now, do you want to go over to the liked or the disliked? <laughs> I can go. Let's start with the likes. M most of it was towards the end. Well, for one, Michael Keaton and Sasha Kala, they killed it. Oh, I, at the, I absolutely. I think so. I, I don't even know her. I, all I know her from is like, I heard she's on soap operas and, and I'm like, no, I've never seen her in anything else, but I'm like, girl, you've blown me away. You, I, I would fear you as a, uh, as a superpowered being if I was having to fight you in a battlefield. Her performance, her portrayal, her being the, the protector of kal because mm -hmm. that's how originally it was. You see that. You see how her rage comes up when she finds out that kal was killed. Yeah. And I liked here, since it's a, it's a multiverse movie, that she's the one. Where in Man of Steel, he was the one. Where he yeah. had all the, the the gene codes inside of him, she had it. And she didn't know she had it. In the books, she is a lot older where like her ship gets misdirected and comes later where she's already an adult, where kal meets her, where he lands on earth and he grows up on earth what have you but i just do i do like how they capture her especially when she's thin and then the the, the yellow rays hits her and she starts to energize yeah. and that was cool and like at michael keaton coming out the way he did i when he showed up at the manor in the kitchen it reminded me of green arrow in the dark knight returns animated series yeah, because because of, the because of his the the beard, the long straggly hair, and the loose clothing. I also found it funny that every time he was doing his stunts, his face was covered by the hair. Yeah, which is a, a technique they use that to show the fighter's face or the stunt person's face mm -hmm. while they're doing the movement. It's very it reminded me of like the old uh, kung fu films. But a lot of it has to do for me is the deep cuts and this, and the cameos. Toward yeah. the end, you have Christopher Reeve, you have Helen Slater reprising their roles as Superman and Supergirl. Well, really, not really reprising their roles, but they were both CGI, which was not needed. They had a lot of CGI near the end. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of CGI in this movie. Yeah. Over them. But the thing is, you have you have film stock of Christopher Reeves flying around as Superman. You could have used that and then yeah, do a Supergirl. back. Well, true, but Helen Slater is still alive. So you can have her as an older version. True, true. Watching it and not be right next to him, even though in that in the Richard Donner universe they're uh, cousins, known cousins. But you could have had him flying and then do like a quick shot behind his head, seeing what's happening. Mm -hmm. You see Adam West there, but no Burt Ward, a CGI. You have a CGI of Christopher, uh, not Christopher, Steve, George Reeves. Excuse me, mm -hmm. George Reeves from the old black and white Telvin series, even though there's a Superman prior to him before George Reeves took over the role. Funny enough that also Ben Affleck played George Reeves in a movie, um, uh, uh, Hollywood. I can't remember that right now. I'm forgetting the name. Yeah, it, but it was like a, a like a document. Not a document, but it was a... No, it was a, bi it's like a biopic. Yeah. Right. And you have a Flash stone from the Flash. Yeah, Jay Garrick from the Flash series, who is a minor 
character because in the series there is Jake Garrick and Flash played by John Wesley Shipp. I got offended because I love him as an actor. I love him as the Flash and and we know him from the series. From the 1990s one too. Right. From the 1990s ones that they cut him out. They didn't give him the respect. I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. And then Greg and Grant, who is the Flash from the CW, when they did their Flashpoint or Infinite um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Ezra made an appearance. So you would think he would have been on this one. Right. You would think that he would show up and you know give him his respect since they brought him there, but they didn't do that. And I was like, what the hell? The, the one I enjoy the most of course. was Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. Which I any of them were not CGI. That's the one I would not want CGI. I wouldn't. I wanted to see legit Nick Cage. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Again, why was he CGI? I understand they're trying to do the same copy how he was on the test shots with him and Tim Burton testing the outfit with the long straggly hair like he had in Con Air. But yeah, why not show an older version of Nick Cage or Superman? Still fighting a spider, which was also like created because that spider. We've tied this in another review where Kevin Smith, the guy who does clerks and all this stuff, but he's also a screenwriter and a comic book artist and a comic book writer. But he was hired during that time to write a story, and there was three things he had to do. Superman couldn't fly; he was allowed to fly. We're not allowed to wear the cape. And he had to fight a spider at the end. And it fell through, thank God. But that same producer produced The Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And guess what happened at the end? Fought a spider. There's a spider in that. So it was like he, he has this, this, this heart on him for spiders for some reason. But yes, I agree with you, Adan, that definitely Nick Cage could have been, a, he could have made an appearance, be an older version didn't have to let the long hair. He could have had his beard and then do the same exact thing and it would have been awesome. Yeah. You know, like a lot of movies get changed at the last moment. Case in point, Back to the Future. In this universe, Eric Stoltz stays as playing as Marty McFly. In our world, he was playing the role. He was scheduled to play. But then something happened that he had to pull out. And so Michael J. Fox came in to play Marty McFly mm -hmm. and to have him have Eric Stoltz as the guy here now as the star is really amazing. And they, I think they referred to Michael J. Fox for another project. I can't remember. Do you remember? Not Top Gun. Maybe it was. Top no, that was Kevin Bacon was Top Gun. Oh, Kevin. Oh, Footloose. Right. So it was like they all switched around. I don't think they were part of Footloose, but they're all part of that. Like they're all big actors in the eighties. Yeah. And so it was kind of funny when they were having that. I did like how the touching moment at the end, how he says goodbye to his mother mm -hmm. and also how he saves his dad. Yes, but I got to wonder if that really ended up being a save for his dad because the whole George Clooney thing. No, 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 not that. But how like he rearranged the the cans. Oh, you just thought it was cool. Yeah, because well, like, how do you fix that? Like, you know, he's, his head's down here looking down. Yeah. Well, let me just train, change the shelves. Yeah, yeah. And he looks up, so you know, even that part, that's what I mean. What about you, Adan? I know, I know I went on a tangent with all the, what I liked. What about you? What did you like? All the parts with um, Batman, Supergirl. And I say it was Batman because, like, 
I enjoyed the part with Ben Affleck also, as well as Michael Keaton. All those parts were great. The kitchen fight scene, entertaining. Uh, Michael Keaton, the goat when it comes to Batman, just got to give it to him. I did really like the fight scene between the Kryptonians at the end. I thought that was really good. Right. I thought it was nice that the the original trio was showed up. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So they did have more humor here than a lot of the other like Snyderverse films. And so the fact that they made fun of how he runs, because he, he actively runs better in this film than he's done in other films. But then when he loses his power, no, no. It's, if you rewatch the older films, it's even worse. But no, I no, you're right. You're right. And they make fun of it. The thing is, the thing is what he did in that hallway, whatever. Mm is how he does anyway. Oh, yeah. One time, there's only one time that he's actually moving fast, and that's from a distance, and it's, and it's from a CGI character. I mean, the blue version of him runs normally. But still, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's fucking horrible. I, I don't disagree with it. I, I just like the fact that they made fun of that. There were points that were, like, really good humor-wise. They had some really good emotional parts. The the parts that stole the show was the Batman uh, Supergirl. The whole uh, going to Moscow, uh, was it Moscow? Going to, no, Berlin to rescue what they thought was Clark. I think it was Russia. No, yeah, Berlin, Russia. Berlin's in Germany. I don't know. It was European. Moscow? Moscow? Was, regardless, I thought it was Russia, but anyway. Yes. That whole part where they were trying to rescue, uh, rescue her, and then it escalates from the uh, one of the flashes knocking over a canister, and then everybody's staring at them, and they're just holding yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, that was that was cute. I'll, I'll admit to that. And, and then, then he hits a shovel. Yeah, and then like, he just keeps on going. And, and the and Batman flies in, and he starts. Michael Keaton, Batman, starts whooping everybody like just owns them all i'm like that's the that's the michael i want remember our on a review of batman 1989's version his fighting style not that it was very minuscule yeah because of the but, suit and everything and the, 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 but not just that i mean it was still but the suit was here not that much different he still had that cow where you had to turn your body you couldn't really turn the head you see that also from um later on in the movie where the Flash yeah, took Barry. the suit. You try turning his head, and you see the cowl just stays right there. Right, right. The moments that were closest to the Flashpoint paradox—that's moments I liked. Like when he strapped himself to the chair, and yeah. he was again. You know, it's a it's a subtle thing, but it's a really strong moment, like in the comic and like what they're trying to do. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. That was the only thing they did similar to the Flashpoint, yeah. where he's in the chair. And gets and and gets electrocuted. That Get running it. back for his mother. There was like I can count on my one hand the things from the paradox, but mm-hmm. it, it was like um, I just thought it was like a good. Okay, that was a good homage to it, and like the fact that you see the spider veins from the lightning strike, the uh, mm-hmm. like how he's injured. I'm like, okay, this they're pulling it back. I was enjoying that. That's pretty much it. I mean, outside of Michael Keaton and um, uh, the Sasha, Sasha, they stole yeah. the show. Honestly, yeah. I mean, and then you know, like again, Michael Shannon reprising his role as Zod was very powerful. It was very stoic, and he still had, you know, it was like it was almost as if he it wasn't like what five, eight years ago that he played the role. Yeah, it was done very well. Oh, when you? he says like the the infant or the child didn't survive, that 
That was a strong moment. I enjoyed that moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, what about you that you remember besides the Wonder Woman moment? There is, like you guys mentioned, like obviously the Wonder Woman moment, um, George Clooney. That was a surprise. I like that. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Yes. George Clooney making an appearance, which I thought was smart and um, redemption for him. Yeah. Because people like the thing with like Crisis on Infinite Earths and like Flashpoint is well, what they did with that was to reset the DC line. And they kind of took like the best versions of each character and they put into one world. Mm-hmm. George Clooney is not the best version of Batman in the cinematic world. Yeah. So when he shows up at the end, which I thought at a moment I thought was Michael Keaton. Like somehow like he got shifted into that. I thought so too. I thought so too. Right? It kind of sounded like him. Mm-hmm. But when he shows up as George, I was I was in stitches. I was I was all for it. It was a great cameo. It was a great surprise. Yes. Anything else? Yeah, that's about it. Oh the, oh, oh she must have slept a lot. What, right. what about the so, negatives? The babies. Uh, the babies that they were horrible. They look like they were crying. They were falling to their deaths. How dare you? No, I understand. Yeah, I know. I that was the first thought I had watching the movie too. They look like bad baby dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I have to agree. Like the CGI here was heavy and unnecessary on so many things. Like you could have had the babies, but not close up. You could have showed them from a distance, mm-hmm. so the CGI doesn't look so bad. The one thing, I don't think it's like, it has to do with a scene or anything in the movie, but I felt a lot like Ezra is not a, not a strong enough actor to carry a whole movie himself. I hate to say it. because Especially twice. League, yeah, in Justice League, he's, always, he, he's good because he's a good person that you can go to for like a one line and you have all these main characters carrying it. And he's good popping in out here and there, but to carry a whole two-hour movie, it just—he just—he wasn't really. I—I I, I felt like he was faltering on that. Well, His eighteen-year-old character was extremely annoying, more so than usual. But the but the eighteen-year clerk, but that's how eighteen-year-olds are. Yeah, that that makes he made sense to me as an eighteen-year-old because like he hasn't experienced what this Barry has experienced, the older version anyway. True. You know, he hasn't he hasn't lost his mother. He hasn't gained the powers. He hasn't know the great power comes with great responsibility, you know, in the sense of that nature. But this Barry, the older one, doesn't seem that much older, that the much mature, he still seems like the one still learning. Like he did in Justice League. Yeah. So it doesn't seem he doesn't seem that much growth and i thought i think that would would have been better if we did see some growth we still see him being late and that was a problem too i mean that's there's an archetype of the character he's always late even though he's right even even though he's the fastest man alive he's always late for something and but you you anything else besides the babies and the acting on this part they never touch on the fact that the mother 
the evidently yes. somebody stabbed the mother. Someone, right? someone mm-hmm. killed. Yes. Father didn't stab her. Then somebody did. She obviously she didn't stab herself. So they never shed light on who 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 stabbed her. Right, and in the comics, it is the yellow. It is the reverse flash. Excuse me. He's the one that kills her because he hates Barry so much. So to affect him that he kills her. But also, it's another thing too, is like he had to kill her in order to make the flash. Yeah. If he doesn't kill her, the flash would not happen. And if the flash doesn't happen, reverse flash would not happen. It, it's like the whole tr- Terminator you know, right. You have to send one back in time to start the cycle. Right. So it's like it's like a, this love hate, the reverse Flash had for the Flash, which is is weird. It's a real. It was a weird dynamic. It was a he was an obsessive fan turn you know turn toxic. Right, but it's just still weird though. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like oh, so to, to to make you, I have to hurt you. There was like a, I want to say it was in the comics where he was talking about like. Every bad thing that's ever happened to you, Barry, like he he says it like every bad thing was because of me. Like when you broke your arm falling down the stair uh, stairs in their basement, when you did this and da 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 da, da. it's like that was me. That that's how obsessive he was. Teacher who, who tries to tries to make the ch- discipline stronger, the child stronger by breaking them down. Yeah, one of the versions of the that that was the that's a movie too of uh, the uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So in order to make you stronger, I have to I have to tear you down. Yeah. Yes, it's a form of tough love, but this is not love. This is obsession. It was, and that's what they missed here because they see, they made Barry. a whole new villain for this. Oh no no, he's actually in the comics. I heard the Dark Flash. Oh. I heard he. I don't know about that. That's why I heard that he actually does exist, but maybe. Flash the one at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, older, who's older, younger Barry. You, you see, think? you see, like only for but a split no. second early in the film, and then like for all of five minutes at the end of the film. You really don't get him as a villain, right? But the thing is, is like he's the oldest version and the youngest version. Yeah, because he has grays coming in, mm. so. He's both in one, kind of like, uh, what was that one that, oh, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. We are the past and the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we see young Barry, he's dressed in yellow. Yellow red. In reference, in reference to the reverse flash, where Barry is dressed more in red. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping, I was thinking that reverse flash would show up, that he, in order to make young Barry the flash, that he would actually make him the reverse flash since the since the lightning bolt went through him yeah and into barry that could have like changed him even though it took his powers away and then gave him powers that that barrier that the lightning bolt went through could have been an answer of how he becomes the reverse flash where it's kind of like the gemini effect you know the, the the two to two personalities in one yeah, yeah, that would have been a cool concept. No, it would have been, even, um, even if it wasn't. Even if it wasn't the one, like in the sense of like, the Reverse Flash was the person that killed the mother. Yeah, I mean, oh, even in the animated movie, um, I don't remember him saying that he killed the mother in the animated movie. I feel like they left that out. But even then, he's like, 
Barry, you're your own worst enemy. I didn't even have to do this. It's, that's the best part. You did it to yourself about me messing up the world. Like he just relishes in it. Um, but speaking about the like him getting his powers through Barry through the lightning strike, what's up with the tooth? I don't understand the whole tooth thing. It was funny for a second, but it made no sense. It made no sense in what? A, it was never in the comics or something like that. Why would the lightning strike pop out a tooth randomly? I think it was just a shock to the system, you know, in the sense like your body has to, something has to pop, like popcorn. And then it I goes guess. into the other one's mouth. Oh my God. Oh, that was gross. That was that gross. gross. But it's not necessary. Know, the tooth falling out at the end, not funny, but I can understand because it's glue and all that saliva and whatever, because it just made it pop, whatever. It was just, it was kind of like that tooth falling out at the end when he sees George Clooney. Like what the f moment? It would have been more made more sense is like once he got his power, the tooth grow back, like pop out the old tooth, a new tooth come in, because his power right. is about healing. Right, his he has a healing factor of like kind of like Wolverine, but it's like fast. Mm -hmm. Granted, right. you don't really grow back teeth, but like he's but a superhero. No, I'm saying, but no, but I understand what you're saying. It makes total sense. Or that the tooth would have bonded back in, like just whatever, it just been attached. It didn't have to fall out at the end. Yeah, you're correct. Anything else? I think we covered that before we go to Adan. What's the evil berry at the end? Dark Mary, Dark Flash. They call, yeah. That's what they call it, Dark Flash. Dark Flash. That I, I was confused, and it just didn't make sense to me. And it just seemed like it was uh, just. It reminded me more of Doomsday. The way he's designed and whatnot. The way he was designed, designed with the things, the the claws sticking out. Well, I mean, but, he looked to me a lot like the new 52 or DC Rebirth, like reverse uh, flash or zoom that they did. He was like all black. Yeah, yeah, all black with the red. Um, but I, I saw it coming as soon as he got that first uh, shard in his arm. Yes. I'm like, oh, me too. And then I was like, this is the guy. Well, for me, it was the one where he got hit in the back. Oh, yeah. It was sticking out. I was like, oh boy. And then, you know, of course, you, you see it happening as he returns back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. But why didn't you not like it? Why well, you're confused? Why? Up of him showing up and their whole conversation in the sense of like what he was trying to do and and the reason why they didn't like him. Or I, it, I was just. Well, you, okay, that I can understand because you have someone who is seasoned. First, first is someone who just gets their power and is not mature enough to know the responsibility or the reaction of doing certain thing or the cause and effect of doing something. So I can see that because again, he's told that he's a superhero or he will be. He's you know by someone who looks exactly like him, an mm -hmm. older version. But and then he gets these powers, and so he just like any kid. You just go buck wild. Like when you're, say, able to drink, right? And you're not supposed to, but you're, you do and you get away with it. You get away with it almost in a way of an addiction, right? You didn't, yeah. you know, just go for it, go for it, go for it. And you, even though his heart is in the right place trying to save Superwoman, I'm going to call her Superwoman, Superwoman and Batman, he can't. And I, that was also very similar to What If, the Doctor Strange episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember in What If, in Doctor Strange episode, he tries to save his his fiance, his girlfriend, but he can't. No matter what he does, is inevitable. That's like Groundhog Day. Right. They're going to die. Is is He can't change 
what is destined for them. But yeah, it, it, I, I like that part. Sadly, because, you know, that was the end of that version of Batman of Michael Keaton. Because it could be, again, that's, that is not the exact same Batman from 1989 because the, uh, the Wayne Manor is a little different. True. And also in the Flashpoint saga, it's not Bruce Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne. Which I think Michael Keaton could have done as well. Just as, just exactly. As they should. They, they could have done that. And he was still Batman. Colors were different. He was still Batman. But Bruce and Martha, the wife, were killed in the alley instead. No, Martha actually lived in the comic. Did she really? She became the Joker. Oh, wow. Yeah, she went insane because of the uh, her child died in front of her. And you see her laughing, and the blood, uh, the blood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mixed with her makeup, and like it made a, like a, a smile because yeah, she went in hysteria. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yes. Yeah. And there was a yeah. comic book after that that they followed up with, like where he's talking to her. That he's like, our son actually lived somewhere else. But still, that to have him, yeah, it would have been cool. If it was just they make him another version of Batman and make him Thomas Wayne instead of Bruce Wayne. I did like the the costumes that he showed at the end, the variations that he had, because then again, you have the 1989 Batman costume. And yeah, the, the OG the one with the pistols. And the Batman Returns. But the one with the pistols is Thomas Wayne's version. Yeah. Because he had two. Oh, I thought it was like, like, the, like the original Batman, because the original Batman did also have pistols too. Right, but it was just one. Oh, okay. They have two. Right, and it was almost like holsters what you had here, so it was kind of like that. So it it would have been nice if they just changed. Like, oh no, I'm not Bruce. My, that's my son. You know, they could have had that moment. Like that's not my son. What are you talking about? He's yeah. been dead for forty years, whatever. Blah blah blah. That would have been great. That would have worked. Uh, that's fine. I thought so. Yeah, that you know, then we know that maybe another version of the Michael Keaton's Batman would could come out. Still good. I love the how the the Batwing. Was updated. That was cool. This with a spinning. I wanted the Batmobile to move though. I wanted. I wanted oh, to yeah. fire that up. That would have been nice. So yes, yes. Now, did you go over your dislikes? No. Okay, it was just you first, right? Okay. I'll be quick with mine. Uh, most of the stuff with the CGI, where when they're going back in time, or crossing into the multiple realities, or with the babies, anything with CGI with people, like yeah. it was just so unnecessary. I get what they were trying to do, but there's been so many different things where they've done time travel and you don't need to show a whole army of people, of events, with their well, faces like CGI'd on there. Like we have film stock of that. No, I, I know exactly what yeah. you mean by that. And I'm saying like, it wasn't, it was uncalled for. Uh, but I'm saying that. they have film stock to use instead. Yeah. I mean, there was they, film stock of Henry Cavill. Right. Yeah. They didn't use it. Yeah. They used CGI. So that was a heavy thing that I did not like. The humor, I like humor, but it was a hit or miss. Sometimes the jokes were really funny. Sometimes the jokes were just annoying. And that actually took it away. Action, that was good, but it was... Not enough. Not enough. For something as epic as it was, for the Flashpoint, like the Flashpoint is like World War Three kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's not what, that's what it's called uh, flashpoint paradox yeah it was yeah but what but we have like Aquaman the king of Atlantis fighting Wonder Woman 
the queen of the Amazonians. You know, they had that story mm -hmm. arc in there and that would have been nice. They did that here. It would have been perfect that you saw that where they a little, like on the news. Yeah, but on like on a, on a news thing. Yeah. You can see that Wonder Woman and Aquaman are going at it. Mm -hmm. It would have been cool. But again, they just like, nah, let's not do that. Oh, I just remembered since you brought it up. The other thing that I disliked was the end credit. It wasn't needed. It was unnecessary. It was absolutely unnecessary. That was just for fun. Right. That's still not necessary. But to counter that, but to counter that, when he called the father, Aquaman's father, to see Arthur's around. Oh, that was funny. And he answers the phone and his wife is not the queen of, of Atlanta. He's got like but a part fish woman, a mermaid. <laughs> she was, well, she was a whale. She was pretty big. What? True though. She was big. It's just, what? But yeah, but I'm sorry, Alan, you were going on with your dislikes? For the most part, that's it. Like, it, when you had the CGI situations or some of those scenes, it just takes you out of the film. So you can't really follow in. And those jokes, some of them ran longer than it. Like the whole falling baby sequence with the dog. That's we're gonna oh, go back end. to that. And at the end, at the end, of, at the end, the same time, I was like, "What the freak?" Yeah, yeah. They reused the same foot, like, and just focused on the dog's perspective. And it, it just at that point, it should have been a CGI cartoon, uh, and they probably would have been better. Just go all cartoon if that's the thing. Because it looked like a cartoon. That's, the, that, that's where it went bad. The CGI people were basically cartoons. I I agree with that. Or it could have been like, say, a perspective by a bystander watching that happen. Besides the dog. Or the woman like, the woman falling out from the... Uh, from the okay, that was funny. That was funny. That was funny. But they could have done it from her perspective. That would have been yeah. just as good. You know what? If that was like a DC animated movie, story-wise, I would have been kind of halfway there. But I would have been like, if they did it full animation, it would have, it wouldn't have taken me out of it. Sort of like Spider-Man. Which one? Um, Spider-Verse. Which one? I think she means the first one. No, she's had the second one, The Cross. Oh, never mind. Eh. No. All right. Anything else? Because I'm ready to go. Go ahead. Uh oh, here we go. Hey. Ready? Two hours so, later. <laughs> so, yeah, I well, I have to agree. The CGI, it was horrible. There was too much CGI on times not needed. There was actually CGI on a close-up of Ezra. Very similar to Superman Returns, where you have Brandon Roth flying at Superman, and they do a close-up of him, and it's CGI. It's like, don't do that. There's no need to like have him like regular phase and then somehow change the camera when he's going away. That is, then you can switch it to CGI. His costume was horrible. He looked like a red squid. There's, it is defense. That's very similar to the comic, though. Not like that, though. It looked like big, and they got a little smaller. I understand what you're saying that the the concept of it, right? But the execution of it was bad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the only thing that was cool about it was that he had the when he starts to run that the the shades come down to protect. I can understand that because the wind's going through, so it protects. What's with the run at the beginning of the film, by the way, where he takes that stance with the oh, one-legged pose? I, I, yeah, but I, I'm going to get there because, again, that doesn't make sense. You did track so, and field. I did track and field, of course, but the thing here's the thing. He goes into the coffee shop, the restroom, to change, to run out. So he runs out to stop. 
to pose. And that's what he did for almost everything. Before he ran, he posed. In the, in the, the CW and other ones, there was no posing. He just went. Here he posed. And then his pose, if physically makes no sense, that he's on his right leg, he puts his right arm in front, and he lifts up his back left leg. That's not how you run. It's the opposite leg that crosses with the, with the right hand in front. So the left leg should have been down if he was going to do that pose and then take off. But what he was doing is more like Superman and Man of Steel, where he just, or, or Neo in the Matrix, getting that power position to launch. There's a horrible position. It physically did not make any sense. You don't go into that stance. And again, you don't wait. Like he was just killing time to go. Now, one of the cool things about it was he had a monitor about his energy and fuel. His calories, yeah. That was, yeah, that was kind of cool. But from leaving from the coffee restroom to why do they just go right to the hospital? Just go there. Mm -hmm. Mind you, also, the calorie thing never used again. Right. There, it was useless. Uh, like they just had it to have it. Because I, I like well, the idea. Is like no. Well, at the beginning of the movie, like, I like the idea that oh, his calorie gets low. You see his speed starts slowing down. Mm -hmm. He eats something and it picks back up. Not used again. For the rest well, of the, the thing is, yeah, it was never an issue. Well, and the thing is, don't forget, he didn't have that much. He lost his powers. Yeah, but the other guy. Well, the other guy was eating. You saw him a lot. He was eating his spaghetti when he found out his mother died in another world. He was eating. So he was eating here and there, but he wasn't also not as active mm -hmm. until until the finale. So you got to put that into uh, consideration. Iris West, not needed. Her having that love interest or forcing that love interest of her, just like in um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm -hmm. That scene with her in that movie, again, not needed where he's, when he's rescuing her. Yeah, true. Even though they, they did bring it up like you know, in the sense that that she kind of remembers that him rescuing her from that that crash, but still not needed. I hated his running style. Always the freaking the swinging of the arms, and then when he's in that speed, I call it the speed force. I know it's a different name for that, where he's traveling through times and dimensions. He's running backwards. Yeah, it made no sense. I understand, like in the sense of a a car when we see a car go forward, the wheels look like it's spinning backwards. Mm -hmm. But why is he running backwards when it's supposed to be going forward? Like you said, who killed Nora Allen? Who killed the mother? It would have been great if his focus point went on to that. Besides just trying to save, you know, he didn't really save her, which would have been kind of cool. Like, let, let me go there, like in the CW version and stuff like that, like in the books. Like he went to go to the same exact moment before it happens. He tries to avoid the young Barry for he won't get seen, but he saves uh, his mother. Then what happens later on, all the time events, all the things to change, the butterfly effect happens. Yeah, the TV show did a, a much better job. Again, like I said before, Barry didn't really grow in or mature. And I would love to have seen that. He was still being like the little obnoxious little one trying to help but be in the way. It would have been better if he was like asexual. At this moment, meaning no love interest, nothing of that nature, yeah. focusing on focusing more on saving his dad 
or finding a way to save his dad or figuring out who killed his mother in a sense in present day. Like, like you know, like how there's like those um, um, investigations where there's like characters and they have a line that draws like a time of place and what have you. Yeah, like the connect boards where they use the the right. tags with the twine. Right. A t- yeah, a time like, like that would have been cool if we saw that. Again, they did that in CW, which was an, a smart way to go about it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, I, to me, I, I again, they 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 stay with more of the the comic book. If he went in back in time, try to save her and trying to find out who killed her, that would have been awesome. A great touch. Or to actually see the reverse flash. You know, if it was if it was the murderer or if it was young Barry that became that way, that you know, more of a even though I'm you, I'm not like you, I'm the opposite. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah, the ending of the credits with Aquaman. I mean, granted, is a little tie-in to Peacemaker. That's what it felt to me. And the end of Peacemaker. Yeah, I see what you're saying. We see the Justice League show up. And the only two people who are talking or in focus is the Flash and in Aquaman. And I I was like, okay, I can see the relation there because they they have a, a special bond. But that being said, in a way that they also negated or refused to bring up that Barry has traveled before. He has traveled in time before in Batman versus Superman. And, but the thing is, is like he's acting like he'd never done it before. No, Bruce Wayne was the one. Um, ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne mentioned is like, oh, it's like that time uh, back in what a what place in Justice League. Again, still, he did it. But again, I think he didn't do it because the thing is, and also the costume, when Barry meets Bruce in the past of of Barry's past, yeah. in a sense of Lois is the key, he's still wearing the original Flash armor. Oh, yeah, so no, updated, yeah, I agree with that. A little updated. It's not that. So it's like you're missing, like, so why does he have this new squid-like suit where we see him wearing this? And, and then again, he's able to, he knows how he can, he can reverse time, but it was like, mm-hmm. seriously, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's a continuity factor of the previous films. Granted, if you want, if you want to include the snack of a uh, Snyder version or the Joss Whedon yeah. version. I thought it, you know, there's going to be fans out there be like, oh, it would have been done better if Zack Snyder got a hold of it. I'm going to be like, mm, not really. Necessarily. No, because he, he did that whole rescuing iris thing and that and, and i for me i dislike that scene 100 percent plus another one you just don't like her do you <laughs> it no it's not that i don't like her or not it's just it is like moments not it doesn't help the story along oh uh, what's the uh, the main focus um superwoman spit superwoman spit yeah remember when she was on the roof and he goes you feel strong she goes yes and she spits and breaks the gargoyle that was spit. Oh. That was in breath. She she no, she, hawked a, a, she hawked a she hawked a loogie. Hawked a loogie. Class. No, but it was cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, I mean, she had a strength back. Her she has you know deadly spit. Um, but she has like, yeah, <laughs> But I, I mean, again, Sasha did a great job. I thought she was a, a pleasure. I she surprised me. I knew Michael Key was going to kill it. I knew that even though. Ben Affleck was in a short time, and I'm not really a big Batflick fan. He did a great job here. It was, it was it was more toned down and more of like a father figure for Barry, 
and telling him what he needed to hear. So yeah. that was good. And but granted, his Batman, I did not really enjoy. I did like the color scheme where the blue and gray back in the day. It was cool, but the way he was taking hits and all that stuff, it was like, come on, he would not be able to get up because it was like it was bump, uh, bang into. It was like John Wick crashing into trucks, coming over here, banging into other cars. It was like, and he, it's fake. but he would have not like, when they showed his face, he was really old. Like, well, he, he is, he is really up there. Like Batman would have avoided all those hits. In my opinion, I, I think, I don't know, especially from a, a rated C robber who was yeah. actually a son of the Falcons, who was a, a mobster that this faced uh, two face, or who, who, yeah. who made Two-Face, the Falcons. They had that little tie-in. They made like a gang, if you will, called the Falcons. I know I'm missing some other things that I disliked, but that's pretty much what I disliked. I mean, we covered pretty much the gambit on it. Right. Now, here goes a question for you. Does Barry, older Barry, go back to the same universe? I'm assuming that's why they had the whole scene with Jason Momoa is that he's explaining he's like how he ran into all these different versions of Batman. Uh like he stayed say, the same. And he's in he stayed the same. And maybe he did get back eventually to the OG universe. But Ooh, it, Barry? Barry. Uh, oh, so are you saying then, excuse me, are you saying that when he went back to the the earth and found a way to save his father? That he went back to a different Earth. Yeah. As we see George Clooney. Yeah. See, I think you're wrong. Why? Why? Is because all those Earth merging together. They didn't merge. They actually no. separated back again. Right. Simple. But you don't. Okay. But you don't think somewhat through the loopholes. Yeah, that could be an argument. Like if, that, if they. If, okay. Right. So so like if you go like this, I'd say my hands are are two planets. And they go in, and then they separate. You don't think some are going to be left behind or pulled into the other? I mean, that's a possibility. Yeah, there's always a possibility. I mean, in the books, that's what happens. The Earths do fuse to one. You know, they fuse together to become one. Excuse me, and that's what we get. And then in the, the actual books of the Flashpoint Paradox, um, it was actually he did set things right, but Doctor Manhattan screwed up the timeline. It used that as an opportunity to mess with the timeline even further. So even though 90% of the stuff was normal, there's always that little 10% that wasn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're saying that Barry found himself in another universe. I, I mean, I if we're going based on that first thought, like, yeah, it makes sense. So he agrees with you. But then he doesn't. Because we don't have a definitive answer. Right. No. Okay. Since this is pretty much the last DCEU film or snack cider first film J james gunn is taking over he kept this he's keeping blue beetle and aquaman too right and Aqu i believe aquaman too where bruce is supposed to show up yeah. or ben affleck is supposed to show up excuse me supposedly that it could be this would have been a perfect restart for his vision either of our theories could technically mean a restart where they don't necessarily disown Snyderverse. They said things change because of Flashpoint. Flashpoint mm -hmm. stuck us in a whole new world or we 
merged worlds and there's things are the same yet slightly different. It's just been cool. It was, it was a little more answer. I mean, I don't mind George Clooney coming back as Batman or Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And just have, but instead of him being Batman, have Batman Beyond. That would have been cool. Like he's now the mentor of this one. So it was like, Bruce Wayne is still beyond man. Yeah, I know. It was a perfect opportunity for that because he's older. He can't do the same thing as he used to. It would be great because James Gunn is coming out with a new version of Superman, a, a new different actor, not Henry Cavill, you know? But also, I'm sorry, I forgot Shazam for everything gods. That's also going to be part of the DCU. Yeah. The way that ended as well. So you have all these that's going to, I mean, it would just have been better if they used this as a as a restarting vehicle, like a th most uh, definitive one. I agree. You know, it wasn't really, it didn't seem like it really like closed the book or ended the chapter or the saga. It could have been used to be like a completely revamp of the series. Right. He could have woken up and then saw like someone, a character that's going to be part of the James Gunn vision. I mean, if they really... <laughs> they really want to uh mess up and not really mess up but do a curveball and redo the series kill off Barry Allen Infinite Earths Barry Allen dies right it, like it, and then bring in Wally West like you have all these other flat like you only see two flashes in here they could have brought no, in other flashes no does Barry Allen actually die or does he get lost into the speed force technically he gets lost in the speed force but for right. years everybody thought he died because he literally turned into a skeleton and ash. Right, yes. So, every, yeah, he disintegrated. So everybody thought for years Barry Allen was dead, and then years, in like, in real life, years later he came back, And but the definitive Flash was Wally West. And Wally West technically is faster than Barry Allen. I stand by that rule and I fight people on this. Yeah, Wally West is... Is he this not the son? He was uh he was uh the brother to Iris West. Right. And uh he yeah. for the longest time he was Kid Flash. Flash. Um and he duplicated the experiment that caused it. So he's a smart kid. Um mm -hmm. but yeah, you could have easily had like a Kid Flash show up and then be like Barry needs to undo the things that you know was done since we changed the story so much. Barry dies in the process. Kid Flash shows up in the new DCEU as a new Flash. That's your starting point. But like the Speed Force is like the Force, but it 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 it, it is one of many things. There's there's many variations of the Force. You have the Speed Force, which just deals with one aspect. Then you have like the um, Strength Force, uh, Strength Force, blah 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 blah. Yeah, so it's like a brain Force. Yeah, Slow Force. Yeah. Okay. There's such platforms. There's a slow force. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. It is okay. All right. Uh, now, okay. Here we go. In a sense of rankings, where yes, does it yeah. fall for you? To me, this is like okay, not to me this one, but Wonder Woman is the best DCEU movie. The first one, yeah. Wonder Woman eighty four is the worst one. Sorry, but those are the two things. The same character. But they're both like one's awesome, one is horrible in comparison. Now you have other ones that are close to that, like Black Adam. In in the category because that's that's Wonder Woman two, 
this is this is like the first flash. But how, in the sense of how it was executed as a DCEU film. So yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Batman or Christopher Reeve's Spider, uh, Superman. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, those specific DCEU related movies. There's like We're, 10 of them, right? There's a, there's a lot. Okay, that, we can go over real quick. I'll go over real quick. And you can jump in on that to help me if I forgot. Wonder Woman, mm. Man of Steel, mm. Batman versus Superman, mm. Justice League, or whichever one you want to think about. It's like five. Wonder Woman 84. Okay. Shazam. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Mm -hmm. Black Adam. Mm -hmm. Aquaman. Aquaman, thank you. Uh-huh. Well, now Flash. Suicide Squad. Oh, no, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. squad. Mm -hmm. Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. So that's 12. Was the flash in that 12? 13. <laughs> Is that about right? I mean, people are listening to like correct us if we're wrong, but still, yeah, I, I would say 13. Okay. So where does that fit with you? Because I know every time we do this, it's kind of always changes the order depending on our mindset. It does. I mean, it's not in my top three or five. Best enough. It's not. Top 10. <laughs> Oh, 13. Sure. It's, it's in well, the low end for, of the top 10. Okay. For me, well, I haven't seen Birds of Prey and I heard that's horrible. So I don't know about that. But I know Black Adam is bad. I know that the original Suicide Squad is bad. What a Woman 84 you swore was bad. So that's three right there. That's why I said, I, I said that, Woman 84. But I mean, I, I do love Man versus uh, Man of Steel, which I think. I think it's still a good one, even though I always change. Wonder Woman, 80, Wonder Woman, original one, takes it, takes it, always. Uh, I always like Man of Steel. I don't agree with a lot of things in it. No, I love like... Wonder Woman. That's what I'm saying. The first one I like. The 84, I don't. The first one I think is mm -hmm. awesome. And then I have this give BVS, Man of Steel, in the sense of those. Um, I know it was different order before. Didn't you like Aquaman? Not really. You like Shazam. It was entertaining. Shazam, I like better. I do like it better. I will say this is like the top five. This is the within, I would say the bottom. <laughs> the bottom top five? No, the the, the, the five. It's number five. Okay. Um, is it worth the watch? Well, you fell asleep, so I guess no for you. I have to re, I want to rewatch it. Well, we'll wait for streaming. Because on when it comes on Max, we'll go. Which will probably be in two months. For your DC fans, yeah, go ahead and see it in theaters. What about you? I'm asking you. Nine theaters. I, I would have been happy watching this on TV. Okay, fair enough. Is it worth the own? No. 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 I proudly own Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, me too. And, and I like that, cartoon or not, I will fight for that one. It's a good story. And then the, if someone said like, Oh, but you don't have the other Flash movie? I'd be like, I don't need it. I got this one. It's not necessary. And that was shorter. That was shorter, mind you. Yeah. So go back to Rotten Tomatoes score. Critics got a 67. Audience got an 86%. I'm with more of the critics on this one. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah. And I thought you were the same way. I'm going to have to lean towards the critics on this one, yeah. 
Okay, guys, that is our DCNS review of The Flash. Have you seen it? What do you think about it? Let us know in the comments below. If you have a movie for us to review or a show, please, again, comment below or email us at talesoftwobros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I am Angel. I'm Adon. That's Kim. I mean, you could say it yourself, Kim. Really? <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Let's get nuts.